There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Part two, part two. And I just heard Poodle go number two because he left the door open. <laughs> he said, <laughs> Poodle said, I gotta go to the bathroom and bless his heart. Y'all, Poodle's drinking Gatorade and he's living <laughs> on a prayer for this show because he knows y'all need it. Oh, <laughs> I still don't feel well. I'm, I'm doing my best. Oh. Um, and you I'm know, doing my I, best. I told him I'm going to be in LA next week and over the 4th of July holiday for just a few days for us to work. And that's when he's going to be feeling better and he won't be able to have sex because he'll be busy with me and he'll just be a raging bitch. Uh, probably. <laughs> Great. <I'm> just... <laughs> Great. You put it out there. Oh, boy. Y'all, welcome to Reality Gays. Hello. I'm Maddie, a.k.a. Matt Marr, and my my... Sickly but present co-host. I'm is, frail. Frail is tiny po- and frail. Poodle, aka Jake Anthony. Hi, everybody. Um, <clears throat> happy to be here. Happy to be here. If you're joining us on the video for Intimate Portrait, you're watching us right now. You're seeing that poodle looks pale, and you're, and you're in a dark room. It looks like you're like some kind of incel gamer. <laughs> It's kind of true. My dad's. This is his. It's this is you know the media, the TV watching room. So it's is not that, so that makes sense why it's dark. Yeah, that's it's a dark room, but yes, it does look. If you if you squint your eyes, you can see the popcorn machine in the background. <laughs> Where's the urinal? Uh, you know, it fell off when I moved the popcorn machine because I I decorated my dad's for Father's Day. I decorated his 
my dad loves baseball, y'all. So I decorated his um, this little den area. This is the last place I could decorate because his ex-wife took everything. And so it was just <laughs> shit everywhere in here. And he didn't want to come in here. He didn't want to go in the living room either. But I decorated that and everything. And then he's like, oh, this feels homey. And then he makes feels like a home. So I did a whole baseball theme in here. And so... He so his, baseball. his ex-wife took everything, so it really doesn't feel like his house. She took the fire alarm off the wall, said she didn't have one. Wow. That's so there's just very grinchy. In the wall. Yes. <laughs> you know, you asked my dad, Dad, what's worse, cancer or your ex-wife? And he said, I take cancer any day. <laughs> Dead serious. He's made some questionable choices in life partners. Oh, y'all, if... I was living here when she lived here. Um, well, they would have gotten divorced because it would have been, I would have, I would have gone mar on her. I don't think you would have been living here because she would have been expected to take no, care of him. No, um, I had to come back when he had back surgery because she didn't take, you know, we should talk about something else. <laughs> you got, I'm drinking a vodka and you got me with loose lips. And I had a beer when I was at Caddo Street Barbecue. Mention you're a sissy and you'll get 10% off in Ardmore. Boy, we've been going to that barbecue place a lot lately. Got a punch card yet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to move. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm sitting here eating, sipping my chicken broth. Mm. I do, yeah. I do look pale actually. I'm wan. I'm absolutely wan. <sighs> God help me. Did, did um, I found out. Do you know, y'all, because if we're sissies, you're not going to hear this until the July 4th. So have a wonderful. July 4th. Yeah, because this, the next time this, this show, um, this show is our last show that airs before July 4th. Cause we're oh, that's right. I thought you were Sun- saying this show aired after no, July 4th. We're putting a show on Sunday night, actually on July 4th, but I just found this out tonight. Tonight. Do you know who is coming to Ardmore for the 4th of July holiday to do a concert? Ray Stevens. <laughs> Close. Um, first of all, they're not even oh, armor. Oh, you're sick. Call him the No, but if you actually, so Art, just north of Ardmore, there's a town called Springer. You just drive up every, I have 70. I don't need to know how to get there. Just go like, I don't need anyway, to know how to get there. This person is coming to Ardmore on 4th of July and performing in a field. And 30,000 people have already purchased <gasps> tickets. I who want you it? to guess who it is. Oh, God. I don't I'll, know. Give me, guess, guess and I'll give. So it's not Ray Stevens. Get another guess. Um, some person who's a big Trumper. <laughs> no, I don't this, think so. No. Um, oh, God. So it's one person. Willie yeah. Nelson? Wrong genre music. I'll give you a hint. It's not country. It's rap. Vanilla Ice. Cool. No. I don't know. Um, Y'all. What kind of rap? I'll give you another hint. He's currently in Corona commercials. Is Drake in Corona commercials? No, he's in Allstate. They're also. I'll give you a last hint. Boy, I'm bad at this. Laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my my mind. If you want to go and take a ride with me. No, that's a different song. I'm singing Gin and Juice. Oh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. Snoop Dogg's Snoop coming Dog. to Ardmore? Snoop Dogg is coming to... I'm not going to be here on July 4th, or I actually probably would go, because it's outside, and I've got the shot. 
But Snoop Dogg is coming to Ardmore. Apparently, a pot dispensary with a shit ton of money has paid him. And y'all, Springer is a town of like 1,100 people. And he is going to do a concert <laughs> in a field in the middle of Ardmore, Oklahoma. Old people are going to be sitting down on their porches going, Who's, I think we got a lot of foreigners coming in here. I mean, 30,000 people have already bought. Y'all, the town of Ardmore is only 26,000. The whole town is going to actually, like, smoke, if you saw on the map. Yeah, it's just... The whole town is just going to be one big, like, contact high. I'm... I think... (laughs) That's wonderful. That is so strange. Snoop Dogg? Everybody loves Snoop Dogg, too. Who doesn't, you know? I... I, I, I'm not saying I'm, like, an aficionado of his music, but I... But would you hang out with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I like it that would. they're friends. Yes. <laughs> anyway, they're, maybe Martha will come. Doubtful. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. Don't know if she I, – I don't know if she leaves New England very often. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, y'all, get your tickets. Thank you, even for, that. Not, Thank you for that. If you're in Ardmore, get your tickets to if Snoop. If you're in Ardmore and go to Caddo Street Barbecue and get 10% <laughs> off, tell them you're a sissy. You get a discount. I don't know if it's ten percent, but you get something. Just wait till I, you go on the tour, I, and you get you, you'll get it you for free. One one more time, we're we're gonna. I need to see some ad revenue. You know, all this will it. be fine once Poodle gives free food because you know it's interesting. I will do things for free food, but I will be like, oh, you know, okay, you want to work, you want to take like two hours of my time. Okay, for two hours, I'll get free food. Whatever. You would work like do something for eight hours a day. And if somebody says we give you a free dinner, you would go, yes. Depends on what it is. You love free food. I do like the idea of being fed. Not when someone feeds me, not feeds me literally, but feeds me. Gross. having to pay. We should move on. Um, feed machine. Feed um, so uh, announcements. I think one thing I would want to say is, um, you guys, if you haven't heard, we're doing Below Deck Med. Yep. Um, the new season comes out on the 28th. Um, Which is a Monday night. We'll be dropping those shows on Tuesday. So our new schedule, just so you all know, on the free feed is Sunday night now. We bumped it up a day. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance Part 1 will air. Monday night, 90 Day Fiance Part 2. And then t- uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night will be below deck. Deck Mediterranean. That's the big news, I think. That's the big news. Alley Forney Center, LGBT. It's our charity for the month. Q Plus uh, Youth Center in New York, helping homeless, queer, rainbow youth. So be sure to give to them if you're in the Sissy Squad. And if not, Just then um, go to the money. Alley. It's a great charity. Go to the website. I think y'all too hot to handle. It's exciting. That's what we need to talk about. We're having fun. They're uh, real. It's an if to both of those for me. <laughs> but to me, <laughs> I, I just like turning is, my brain off when I watch this it show. It is. It's. You know what? I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see what goes on. We've we've dropped two episodes so far when we have yes. seen this. Yeah, I think so, it's going to get better. The people are way sluttier than last year, which and is good. Everyone seems just dumber. So yeah. I think they're going to be able to pull a lot over on yeah. these idiots. I think like when so they too. like when they said a very a very special VIP person is coming, and they're like, "Wait, wait, is, is Ariana Grande going to yeah, be here?" Like, oh my God, Beyonce! But you know what? <laughs> After Snoop Dogg showing up in Springer, Oklahoma, who knows? 
Who knows? Is, is it going to be Drake? Yeah, yeah, Drake's going to show up on your Netflix reality show. You know what? If you pay us enough to do a live show, we'll go to Sandusky three nights. <laughs> Just pay us. That'd take a lot of money. <laughs> But we do it. A lot of money. Exactly. Uh, and and I would need to have my meals brought in from a, from a nearby town. We, we don't care. <laughs> Give us the money. We'll do a Q&A in Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> I don't know where that is. Is that a place? It, it is a place. In Can- my Aunt Karen was from there. That just sounds remote. I don't care. We'll do like it. Like us right now. Remote yet goat. Remote yet goat. Um, should we start j- jumping in the show? I don't know why I'm talking like this. Hi there, yeah, let's jump into the show. Um, so I think we are to Natalie and Mike, Mike and Mike, Natalie. Natalie, y'all. And I found pickles. <laughs> y'all, nothing's no. really gotten better. No. Um, weirdly, things start to, and then they fall apart again. Um, I think we're getting close to the beginning of the end. Oh. Because um, I think yes. she's leaving soon. We've we've seen her when they showed Nick this season on Happily Ever After. We see her leaving and packing all her shit. Yes. And the the conventional wisdom out there is she's gone. She's not living with him anymore. She's gone. Your baby's gone. <laughs> it's interesting because I was now. like, she's gone. Oh, out. No. Run, win, run. Oh, no. I went there. I don't know the other one you were singing. I was singing Down Came a Blackbird on Maddie's Honkin' Talkin' Mix on Spotify. <laughs> Be sure to check that out. Boy. Hey, you know what? We you should, are pimping that, We too. should mention, y'all, it's Gay Pride. And if you don't have on Spotify Poodle Poodles Gay, gay Club Glitter, gay, Glitter Mix. No, say your yes. Say it right. Gay. I think it's Poodles Gay Club Glitter Mix. Yeah, I think. Poodles Gay Club Glitter. Volume 1 and Volume 2. Vol- <laughs> If you don't have that for gay pride for y'all, then you're not living. It is the best uh, kind of like 90s, early 2000s club jams that you heard when you were like blotto out of your mind when you were dancing so your gay friend could get fingered in the bathroom. (laughs) That just got real for Uh, a lot of you. You said that, and I immediately just smelled bathroom disinfectant. That was a sense memory for me, yeah, too. Yeah, I really was like, woo! You were, and, like, you were, I could see the lighting and everything. It's like 30 minutes before you start crying, and then uh, an hour before you went and got nachos. I was I was literally saying an hour before you went to Taco Bell. Yeah. Or Taco all, Cabana, because we were in Texas. All those songs will bring that right back to you. I'm not sure if you really want it, but um, anyway. Rhythm is a dancer. Oh. Oh, I gotta. Um, okay, y'all. We. So she, Natalie, says what she always. She says, "I just wanted to say I'm sorry because I don't want to fight." No, what are you doing? We have to still cover. You're, 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 getting, you're going ahead again. We have to totally what? cover. What did I skip? The, That's the, the first the, thing the, I had. No, with the woman Juliana and and all the pickle stuff. And all of them no, talking. No, yeah, that's what. But I'm saying she said no. But she's no. I was bringing up. She said this twice in this episode where she just said sorry because she didn't want to fight. She said this at the very beginning. Oh, and then I, she goes to have dinner with Juliana. She wasn't talking about. She was talking to him. She that was she a was confessional. Saying, she was talking about the fight before in Oklahoma. She oh, said sorry. Got it. No, sorry. That's what I was bringing up. Is that? And she says this later too. She just keeps saying she's sorry because she doesn't want to deal with Mike and. 
And what? And, and if I don't, I don't know whoever said if no, whatever was a person. Li- whatever is a person, then whatever. I'm, we're just if you're watching us or mm. you're not watching, we're just doing our lips mm. and kind of shrugging our mm. shoulders right now. Mm. 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 Um. He did way, we had a, face so much. He does. We had a sissy who just said, will y'all come to London to do a live show? We will. I would love to. Love that. We're going to do that. London calling. Hello, London. It's reality, guys. Uh, No, don't do that. I would fit they'll, in. They'll lock you in the Tower of London if you they, pull that shit. <laughs> well, with all the jewels. <laughs> are, there, are there jewels in the Tower of London? Yeah, that's what it is. I went there. It's it's the crown jewels are all there. That's right. No, I was just thinking about the people who've been locked up in there. <laughs> Y'all, if you have never <laughs> like seen two princes, if yes, it's true. Yeah, they 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 rebranded. They rebranded. <laughs> they did. They really rebranded Literally, it. Literally, when I think of the Tower of London, I think about the people who were kept there. They changed and- <laughs> it from one of the worst torture places ever in the history of modern yes. world to a jewel museum. Right. The jewels are there. I forgot about there, that. You know, I went and I thought, this is going to be hokey. And it was kind of, y'all, if you've never seen the crown jewels, it's kind of incredible. Yeah, it's, well, also think about where they stole those from and in their about, colonial history. Think about the blood diamonds on that one. I know. So, um, <laughs> blood diamonds. So anyway, y'all, so she's there with her friend Juliana and she's like, it's her only friend. They met she, online. Juliana's Russian. Yes. Um, I I assume that these because they're having a traditional kind of Russian and Ukrainian meal. Juliana is wearing tradi- traditional Russian yeah, clothes. She's wearing traditional Russian clothes. And, um, I uh, didn't Natalie know is first. wearing the traditional um, hoodie panda that she bought at some fucking zoo. Yeah, she um, puts on a wreath later. <laughs> But because it was confusing, because I thought is her friend just eclectic with her clothes choice. I know I was you confused know, it's, too. It's Seattle, whatever. You never know, possibly. And so, um, but they're cooking dinner, and then Natalie says, "Natalie said she's worried because she's going to have to have surgery on her nose." And she says, lot, "She's causing me lots of pain. I can't breathe. She's having breathing problems, which I'm sure everything breathes." Question. Yeah, is she just getting a nose job? I wasn't gonna say it. Um, I've said but it, there, but there are people who I've had sinus surgery. I can say it. Actually, have and that's the nose they gave you. And I've been. <laughs> <laughs> they could have thinned that out a little bit. <laughs> What'd you say? I want the Ed Asner. <laughs> you need to move on. Ed Asner was an up, and he's a very wonderful actor. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, the Carl Malden. That's the big no. He's dead. He is. Isn't Ed Asner dead? He might be, still be alive. No, he's really active on Twitter, and he's hilarious. Good for him. And sassy. It's great. Um. Uh. So... That basically, I, I don't, I can't speculate whether she just wants a nose job or not. Now she has had it done because all of her photos and her nose is much slender, much more oh, it is? slender. Yeah, so I'm she sure she it, had them take a little off the top when she was there. Maybe it was for breathing problems, but possibly. But um, but the uh, thing and, about I think no, she sits because insurance doesn't cover everything, and I'm like, uh, that when I had sinus surgery for breathing problems. And they almost fixed my. They, I had a slight deviated septum, and they were going to uh, fix it. Um, 
Insurance would cover 100% of that. I, if she could get the doctor to say, now come at us Unless medical sissies and, and, and medical coding and, and building and, and billing. Come at us. I feel like if there was a, if there was an actual problem. Medical prop Medical problem, yeah. insurance would cover all of it. Maybe, maybe Mike's got, but Mike has got a, an actual job. Yeah. And they're married. So she's on his insurance. So. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah. That insurance, and she says it's very expensive because insurance doesn't cover it all. But maybe we're speaking from a place of privilege. A lot of people have insurance, and it still doesn't cover everything. So, but it is his employment insurance. But yeah, it it should. Yeah, it's not. It's not Cobra. (laughs) No. Um. Anyway, so uh, and he's saying. She's afraid he's going to say they can't afford it because he has debt. He has bank debt. And uh, and the big deal is she has not told him that they've talked about the surgery, but she has not told him that she has scheduled it. And Which makes me think, again, it's elective. It, yeah. Because I think if it was like a surgery well, she I needed. Think it, I think it might have been because of COVID that they weren't sure when they were going to do it. Oh, possibly. But, but I, I think – I think um, I think there's something about you're, you're right. Something feels like it. It does feel a little bit like she could schedule it. Um, like y'all, when I have my forehead lift, I'm going to say, "Well, they had to do it just because I wasn't getting enough light in my eyes." <laughs> it's like when the it's like like a Shih Tzu's face. It just crumples down. Yeah, and um, actually, I won't say that. I don't. I'll, I'll just say that I got it. Poodle will be the one that say, "Well, I could medical see. issues." But that actually will be Poodle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because y'all, when I get my facelift, <laughs> Jake's gonna ridicule me about it, and oh. then a month later, we're gonna be doing a show, and I'll say, "You know, I don't know where Jake is. He said he was gonna go to like Thailand or you know uh, North or uh, South Korea for a vacation. I haven't seen him in three weeks, and then you come back." I'm going to come in with, a, with like a – people won't even recognize me. I'm going <laughs> to Renee Zellweger that yeah, shit. You're going to just totally have a medical concierge service, <laughs> do all of that. Look like a ventriloquist dummy. Exactly. Everything's full back. Exactly. Um, if I do anything, it's going to have to be very subtle because I like my face the way it is. Um, and uh, yeah. I still look young. It's Nod your head and say yes. Your face is fine. You don't have to look at it constantly like I do. Uh, no, I have to look in the mirror all the time. Literally, I my face is right there in front of me. Oh, I'm just saying. Be nice for me. Anyway, oh, I have lots of things to fix about your face. <sighs> um, so she tells him uh, – uh, no, sorry, I'm going to again. So she's scheduled the surgery, and it is a big deal because – so they talked about it, but – She's afraid that even if she scheduled it, he won't want to be involved, um, yeah. which I think is projecting a lot onto Mike. Ding, 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 um, ding. Because it's kind of like, where did you get all this from? At least from what we've seen on the show. It's kind of the first time I'm siding with Natalie this season or siding with Mike, Mike this season. No, because yeah. let's just talk about Mike shows up. He comes to dinner and brings flowers. Brings flowers again. Natalie does a thing where she's so su- fake surprised by everything, like it's brand new. Oh right! Oh, oh love, love! Oh how beautiful! Isn't oh, he gorgeous? Be- is gorgeous beautiful flowers. Love. I'm like uh, he got them 
from Publix. They were six ninety nine. It's a fine gesture. But you don't aren't... don't don't lose your mind. This isn't a a bouquet of the roses from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so they, she said, cut these pickles, cut cut pickles, cut pickles. So um, so she is. She's telling him about um. She does because her friend, who I think is a little bit of a nudge and like should not get involved. Well, I've never heard that term nudge. Nudge is a Yiddish term. Oh, meaning like um, a uh, just nosy being, person. Yeah, yeah, just being a pest. Okay. Um, obnoxious. Get, getting into other people's Wait, behavior. Maybe I have heard that word, but under people's breath, whispered behind me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, we need to move on. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, a, an unpleasant person. Someone. Yeah. A nudge. A um, nudge. A nudge. A nudge dick. Uh, so uh, she's just, she's, it's, it's, she's being, she's, she's asking things that she has no right to, especially because she's just met Mike tonight. She, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and yeah. she basically says the friend butts in and uh, Juliana asks about the surgery and, uh, and, and she tells, she tells Mike, um, and, uh, and, and basically she says, uh, well, I, I guess I need to request a day off then. So the fallout doesn't really happen. Also, I think she's doing it. So he, cause she's afraid how he's going to act, which he, 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 he I'm sure he flashes nasty stuff. So maybe she we b- get thought some of that. this. Maybe she thought this was the way to do it. I yeah, um, I think this was totally she wants to fight with him. She wants to fight with him and she wants him to act like shit on camera. Mm-hmm. So that way she feels validated for leaving him. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's already left him in her head. Exactly. She's um, gone. She's totally gone. And so Mike I, has a totally normal, like comforting of like you said well i want to take off work because i want to be there for you if you're going to have surgery i want to be there and she doesn't know what to say she's just kind of like looking like "Mm." and the friend is kind of like wait that didn't make you blink okay how about this sounds like she sounds like it's really dangerous why haven't you been blah 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 mike he's like uh yeah i'll i'll do anything you know that she wants i i love her and it's a health thing so i i'll money's no object as long as she's healthy so i don't know if the money (laughs) i don't know if the money was ever an issue i'm doing natalie's face right now just (laughs) (laughs) she was she was just that was exactly what it was love 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 um so, so Mike is like, yes, this makes sense. You're having surgery. And Juliana's like, I think you guys need to speak more with communication. And Mike goes, that's what I've been saying the whole time. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. Um, I, I think they like, they like to use the term communication, but it usually just means one of them yelling at the other. So um, a lot of people, when they say the word communication – they, well, Poodle, what is your definition of communication? Um, me uh, asking someone if they want a towel before they leave my house. I'm sorry I asked. Um, <laughs> right when I asked. But y'all, communication and is. Hopefully they leave soon after I bring them a wet towel. Um, you know, <laughs> wow. 
Wow. That's called good communication. Um, for me, honestly, it is feeling like trying to figure out I know how to talk and understand that person and how and understand how to effectively talk with that person mm-hmm. that where where it won't feel like that person is either keeping things from me or that person is actually being honest with me about how they are feeling or mm-hmm. in other words it's kind of breaking down barriers so you feel like you can trust one another well yes because communicate even it does I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't find it. But I'm just guessing. Does communicate come from the word like communion? I'm assuming. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you think about communion, it is a coming together in not necessarily agreeing, but a coming together, whether it's fellowship or understanding. I think a lot of people, when they say communicate, they just want that. They said when they say you have bad communications, they're what they're really saying is. You're not seeing my point. You're not agreeing yeah. with me at all. That's not what communication is about. You're not and talking I, to me the right way. Yeah. I think, do you think Mike wants a coming together of, of both of their ideas? Or do you think he wants more of the real communication? Here's what he wants. And it bugs the shit out of him that he doesn't get from her. When she gets sullen and quiet, because that's not how he behaves. When she just gets quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be Ukrainian and cultural for her. I don't know. She she kind of seems like a white walker sometimes. It is yeah, just that is a, that's... it is just silence and those eyes. And I, I think she has a very her inner life is so vivid that things that she doesn't say, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. I think and that is a fundamental thing, and I don't think she'll ever understand that for her communication is i think for her she would rather not not really communicate she'd rather everything be great and things be kind of under the surface you think that's what natalie because i i don't think mike in a way i think they both kind of want the same things maybe as we're talking because i don't think mike wants true communication i think he wants everything to be okay too but they just want it to be okay the way that they want it's like they He's so insecure, he's worried about what she's thinking at all the times. And but that he will bothers never, him. He will never acknowledge that anxiety. Y'all, no. Mike could watch, uh, like, he could watch a puppy get ran over by a truck and go, hmm? wow, that's sad. Hmm. Wait, is, is this Chinese buffet night? Let's go. <laughs> Like that's my, um, he's just so, I'm not saying he won't feel it. I'm saying he doesn't allow himself to feel it. I, I agree with that. I think what that he, drives her crazy because she's, she's all feeling. That's all she is. But she's in a, a weird, walking nerve. In a weird way though, it's hard for her to, and I don't, I don't know if it's a language thing. I think it's like, it's a, a weird way. She's, she's not willing, she's willing to share parts of herself. But uh, I don't think I think if she thinks she shares all of herself, no one will love her. No oh, one will really. That's a great so point. She's, because, so she's trying to be something for everyone. Well, remember, she's an actor. Right. Remember, she, she and, wants people to see what she wants. And I think Mike is the see. other way. He wants all of it because he's got so little. All and, yeah. Why don't you take all of me? Can't That's you see? Y'all, I'm no good without, without you. you. If you haven't seen All of Me with fucking Steve Martin, that's one of the best comedic movies 
ever. It's such a good movie. I've seen it so long ago. I love that movie so, where his body gets possessed by a woman. It's so fantastically good. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh. I just know it. That's a, that's a, I think it's a Cole Porter song. I think it is Cole Porter. Um, But Frank Sinatra did it. That was. Because Natalie even says, like, she's like, uh, Mike says he's being supportive, but I don't trust he'll change his mind. Now, I agree with Natalie why she doesn't trust Mike. She's been really fucked over by him. He's been really fucked over a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And what makes people's feelings feel better? Having them work on a car and learn how to change the oil. (laughs) I, this, I'm, I'm, I'm not defending him when I say this. He literally thinks... It's really important that she learns this. I'm going to be doing her a favor to do this. This is this is why they are so different, and they're the worst pers- people for so, one another. This is what I wrote. This is the moment of them when I – and I know we said this, but where I felt, y'all have no business being with one another because you're, com- you're completely different people with different goals, different values, different wants. Y'all – Natalie has no desire to do this. She doesn't want to do this. Don't make someone you love do shit. Now, because look, they need to learn. If it's like your husband doesn't love mowing the lawn and you usually do it, but he'll do it when you don't want to do it. That's different. She has, she has no, and I'm the same way, y'all. If you love me, I don't want to learn how to change the oil on a car. I don't no. want to learn all this shit. This shit my dad wants me to do and goes with him. And I do I'm this stuff gonna now. I'm never going to change my oil. Yeah, I'm never going to do that. I, I, I did it when I was younger because my dad taught me because he likes doing that kind of stuff. Right. I don't want to spend my – and I don't look down on anybody that does it. I don't want to do it. And if this just shows if Mike – and this isn't on Natalie. It's on Mike too – if they actually knew one another and she just wasn't his Ukrainian fantasy sex doll thing, that's yeah. what he wanted and he's trying to make a reality. If he actually knew her, he would never ask her to do this because she know he knows that's not what she wants to do. And But he's kind of, in a way, he's smartly, um, like a fox, made it about being American and she's obsessed with everything American. Um <laughs> basically saying oh american girls can do anything well this is where we are yeah she is this this is where we are now she he's trying to make her feel inadequate and make her so upset that she just finally leaves and feels makes her feel like she's crazy where she just leaves and she's trying to get him to yell and scream at her so that way she they both are looking for ways to end it so they don't have to end it I agree. I think, I think, I think that's right been going on since she got to America. Basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think that's what they call poodle in college, Lefty Lucy, <laughs> y'all. There goes Lefty Lucy. Hey, boys. I'd rather you use my given name, Lucille, but I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> ain't righty and it ain't tidy. Lucy. <laughs> It's ain't left. tight anymore. Mm-mm. Goes left and it goes loose. Def- definitely not right. Mike, when he's like, "Well, yep, yep, you got to get dirty." The American dream. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you know what my American dream is: making enough money so I can pay someone to do that, and and I'm completely fine with that. Well, I think making and, and what that is is like the American dream, which is what people are sold on, is that. You come to this country to be able to do what you want, to like yeah. live a life of your choice. 
This is not Natalie's choice. No. And I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know even if America is real to her in that way. I yeah. think it is because she just thinks in these in in these uh, kind of non-realities of, of 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 what America is and what she can do. And I want to be actress. I want to work for a TV station. Well, I want to do this. And she and in Mike's defense, even in Oklahoma with, with hooker comment, hooker. I don't know if that's I we don't think that's true. I think Natalie jumped to a conclusion. There's no way her mother called her a hooker. Y'all, mother butter's hooker. not that dumb. And this this <laughs> She's is shrewd as a motherfucker. And this is a perfect example because Mike says, Well, why didn't you tell me about it and discuss it with me? And she's like, Well, I knew you would uh close fight and I wanted to but avoid it. And she, she said, said she did tell him the problem is she won't admit that she scheduled it. And she's because she's afraid that it's going to sound like she's being uh, she's like a, a, a woman to take all of his money. So yes. she and and also she says uh, when he it's says for like, health. it's for my health. Yeah. But when he says, well, why do you, she jumps to it's for my health? Why can't you don't want me well, to have this surgery? And he's like, and, no, I'm not saying this at all. And I said both. The thing about it is and they, they every argument they have, you guys it could be said that both things can be true every yep. single time they're arguing about two different things. Almost always like oh, Mike's God. usually what he's saying is true. And what Natalie is saying is true, but they're on some, they're on different planets. They're not even talking about and the same Communication is acknowledging those things they're saying. Right. She basically is just trying to, I honestly, this is totally, she's just trying to trap him in a fight. That's it. But, I was saying the, the Mike things, even says I'm not looking for an apology. Right. I just want to talk. The I thing, can't believe I'm agreeing with Mike so much this episode. Ugh. The things that are true, the things that are true here is that Natalie's health is a priority is true. And it is also true that she should have told him that she scheduled the surgery. And if they could somehow meet and talk about those two things that are true and agree and then work from the outs work from the inside out but that's the thing they can't oh it bugs the fuck out of me i'm done with them i'm i've been done i've been done I mean, for two seasons i mean i'm done with this yeah I, that's all i have for them um oh boy yeah y'all let's get physical physical I want to get physical. We're going to talk about Michael. We're going to talk about Angela. And we're going to talk about the Julia's goofballs <laughs> and Julia's workout audition, which is why I'm seeing physical when we get back from the commercial break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay. I love when you, you're, you're just like, you're just, you think of something to ask me, like, no, we're doing the show. Doing the show. <laughs> Don't do it live. Um, I just was singing, uh, physical therapy was coming and I, 
And every time physical therapy comes with my dad, I'm like, let's get physical. How so proud that, he must be. How <laughs> God damn it, Matthew. Can't you just sing Johnny Cash? Um, boy oh. named Sue. I can sing that one. Oh, um, our poor parents. Poor parents. I watched a video just because I wanted to hear it and play it. Of them, Olivia Newton John physical. Have oh you yeah, watched- you've never seen it. Oh no, yeah, I, I have. But have you watched that video since you've been an out and proud gay man? I haven't. Now that you talk about it, I would watch it again because I went. Is it just like spank bank oh, material? Oh my! This is why I love this video, and it's so you can tell. Almost half the guys in the video are just are fucking queens. Because remember, there's the fit people, and then there's the quote-unquote out-of-shape people. Right. Remember? And it's very cartoonish. But even them, they're just like, we we would have auditioned for that video of physical and probably got the, like, fat character people. It went, yeah, literally, that's it's just so over into cutting, like, I'm tired. I'm tired. But oh, I watched it. But in the video... The out of shape people turn into the gorgeous Adonis men that are shirtless and oiled up. And I went, oh, my God, this is why I love this video. Oh, so I didn't watch it the again. same people. Watch it again, and it's a gay awakening. Oh, I've had many of those. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. My, uh, my Knight Rider. Ooh. Night Rider was Ooh. part of my sexual awakening. Ooh, I Ooh, remember Lord. talking to that car at Universal Studios. I was so proud. No, you're, the sexual awakening is David Hasselhoff, not the car. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's weird. The car had a, Did you want to fuck the car? The car had a sexy voice. And, no, I the, went to, and I went to Universal Studios, and he knew my name, and I was surprised. The I car didn't know was how. Mr. Feeney. Hello, Michael. Not familiar. <laughs> From Boy Meets World. Oh, I do know that show. Um, people came at us, and we we said that the the not the actor who played it, but we thought the Kit the car was definitely gay. Kit the car from Knight Rider is gay. He just wants a man to get in him and ride his tight stick. But y'all, Michael Michael Knight, look look back at those pictures of David Hasselhoff. Damn. He, he was a handsome man. In between him and Albert from Little House on the Prairie. Oh. Ricky would you, Schroeder. Would you still fuck the Hoff? Yes. Not now, now or his now, in the 80s? now, even with his new no, face? No. No. No, it's too much. What old celebrity would you fuck? Hmm. I would fuck quite a bit, I think. <laughs> I would fuck quite a bit, I think. Stanley Tucci? Stick oh, it in. he's not that old. He's not that old. I would, in a second. Any Have you old, seen? Any, he is so fucking hot. Have you any, seen that Stanley wow. Tucci in Italy? Oh, yes. yeah, you struck a nerve. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's on Discovery take, take, Plus. Take me to Italy. So, no, but any 80 star who's now older, who's hot, would hmm. that necessarily is older, like in their 60s, you know, hmm. because that were in their I, 40s and the 80s and now give, 60s. Give me some. I, would, I, will, I will tell you if I would bang them. Well, um, I would bang Victor Garber in a second. Okay. I'd that, bang Victor he's Garber. He's not that old. That's true. Well, I don't that's know weird. how old he would you're bang, talking about. That's weird. I've met him. He was very nice. I've met him too. Um, We're so gross. I bet that. <laughs> um, actually, I would still fuck a lot. Like <laughs> this is 
is weird. Anthony Let's Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, a lot yeah. of them still look good. We're not Victor Garber is older than Anthony Michael Hall. You know who looks really good? He's 58, which isn't that much older than this. Mark Harmon. Holy shit, he y'all. Looks, he looks great. And Andrew McCarthy. Oh my. He looks God. good. Yeah. All right. We got it. We, we got to move on. I need to have sex. We, <laughs> not until after my stomach flu is done, though. Yeah, that's true. Because it's going to be a bad, bad. No, I just don't feel like I don't feel like being touched. I don't want anyone to touch me right now. Let's move on. We're we're, we're stalling. Okay. Let's talk about Michael. So Michael and Angela. Um, Michael's basically y'all. He's in, in obviously in Nigeria and. He gains weight during COVID, like we all did. And he said he's gonna gain, or he's gonna live life like a single man because that's what his friends are. And the goofballs come that, over to to console him. He says that he says that she basically said, "I don't have a relate. I don't want to be have a be in a relationship with you." And he so he considers himself a free man. He said so. And one of his friends says, "I never thought he would marry her. I don't find her attractive at all, but that's a personal <laughs> choice." I love the goofballs. I, I love have the goofballs since too. day one. Day one. And so Michael says, you know, I don't think I have a relationship. He tells him about the surgery and he's like, and she got a, and he doesn't even talk about losing the weight. He does say <laughs> she, she got, got a breast, breast reduction. reduction. They like, and they're like, isn't so. <laughs> they're like, no, her gigantic boobies. It's like, yes, you know, I love her boobies. That was her oh. one redeeming. Oh, one her boobies. So maybe Angela is right. Maybe Michael did just completely focus just on her breast, and that was, she was just that freaked her. She was just over it, like that. Yeah, I kind of thought she was lying when she said that, but maybe she wasn't. I think I think they're trying to make light of things. Uh, they're they're trying to support him a little bit. Uh, I think I think he does love her, and I think she does in some way love him. Um, it's just, it's just a little weird. I liked it when the, when the friends are basically saying, you're going to go, if, when, when you go back to Angela, <laughs> yes. like, like, it's like a foregone conclusion. We want to know, are you going to go back as you or as a proud African man? Because that's what really gets them that a woman bosses him around. And, and they even talk about that. Um, they talk about that. I mean, they, they say that. She's bossing. He is not from that type of culture. And basically. And given Angela is extremely bossy. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what they would say with a woman who like, I wonder what they would say about someone like Tiffany. Well, she's kind of bossy too, though. (laughs) I think they should be bossy too. I'll be interested. I'll be interested to talk about this with. Or we're going to just, we'll talk about it later, but after this, Angela goes, sees her attorney, and her attorney kind of drops some truth bombs. Yeah, Lou, who seems also to be a divorce attorney. <laughs> he is a divorce attorney, yes. So, Michael. No, he was originally an, an immigration attorney. Oh, oh, uh, I still think right? he's immigration. I still, maybe he does both, but I still think he's immigration. Okay. But maybe he's like a marriage contractual, like maybe. matrimony. So, or maybe he's talking about the marriage side of immigration. That's I forgot we're it. on camera and I just itched my butt. Yeah, Sorry, I, I know. Also, I was, you looked away while I was talking and we're so disinterested. <laughs> no, I was looking at my notes. You went, look away, baby, look away. You see you walking by and the tears are in my eyes. 
Look away, baby, look away. Don't look oh, at me. me. I don't want you to see me cry. When I called you up this morning, told you about the new love I found. Such a found. Happy for you. That's a great song. Is that song called Don't Look Away? Yes. Or I Look think Away? I have sang it before, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think so, we, I think we're like a we're like one of those hit stations in that's like the same twenty songs. Yeah, that's us. That's You're us. like wait, is this ride with me by Nelly again? Ugh, the fourth time this hour. So I so Michael basically. So what we're finding out is it's also Michael says that he told him about surgery. He said, but. She she insisted to do it. She said she only told me about the surgery the day before. And then every time I tried to call, she would answer the call and was just shouting and screaming at me. So what we're finding out is that Mike is, Mike, Michael. Angela said that Michael didn't support her. Rather, Angela never gave him the chance. Yeah, I, I think the truth think. is... Somewhere that, a little bit in the middle, but more on Michael's side. Well, I agree. And I think people are going to explain how how they felt by how they felt at the time. It's ne- never going to be accurate on both sides what actually happened. Um, but no. I, I guarantee you Michael tried to call more than Angela thinks he did. Yes, that she's made it up in her mind. Mm-hmm. Even one of the goofballs is like, here, let's practice. I'll be I love their role playing. This was great. And Michael's like, um, Michael starts to say, well, you know, Angela, and they immediately go into, what You're are gonna you going to be out there, so, be out there with some girl, some hoochie blot. And he's like, no, no, no. He's going to fail every time. <laughs> and basically his friends say, which is true, y'all, which is why it's toxic and it's abusive language that she uses and why he needs to leave because. He, she doesn't let. I get it. You're a strong woman. That's great, but she doesn't let him have any say in this marriage at all. And his friends say that he yeah. has no. Think about it. Ha, no, how he, much input does Michael have? Zero. And that's the way Angela wants it. Yep, she wants to control. Like it's 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 not a it's not a two way street at I, all. I, I really think one of the biggest kind of foundations are the cornerstones of love and is to the selfless sacrifice because you know it makes your partner happy and angela would never do that no no never never she well she what she did do she did get married in nigeria for him she did, but she did that, but though for her to get him there, because that's the only way that that wasn't. I guess totally... I'm trying to think about, like, think about it. name one selfishly thing that and now Angela would tell you, well, I paid for him to come over right, here. But that's not he it. wants to come to America, but she wants to have her sexy Nigerian man to come over to the U.S. as well. I name sissies come at me. Name one thing. I can't think of it. Yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm trying to think of it too, and I can't. It's all it's all to kind of like further her aims. Uh, that's all I have on Michael. Uh, I, um, I have one question. Yeah. One of the goofballs has on a shirt when they were blurring something out. And it looked like to me it was Princess Diana's face. 
I thought it was Tupac. I did not oh. know. <laughs> but Similar. it looked like either a child's face or Princess Diana. <laughs> I would love it if it was Princess Diana. <laughs> I don't know why it was blurred out because it was a face it looked like. God, I was so sad when she died. Um, <laughs> but for some reason, I, I my first thought was Princess Diana. Now, Michael says he's not done with Angela, though. He still loves her. I know. He still wants to work it out. So annoying. But even his friend says, Michael, you've been adapting for three years. You need change. change. You need a better change. So do you want to talk about Angela real quick? Yeah. So he's going to she's going to see Lou. And she says, Lou, I want a divorce. Legal services tip. At Tippet Legal Services, if you decide you want to marry somebody from another country, we don't agree with it because that's not American, but we'll support you anyway. (laughs) We can. Anyway, at Tippet Legal Services, if you need a divorce from somebody who screwed you over, we can do that too. And we'll get you all the money we can. All the money we can. Also a notary public. (laughs) Yeah, also a notary, yes. Um... He's actually one of the better attorneys on that. No, oh, I like Lou. He sees yeah, like things from he does he he does especially with someone like Angela. He pulls her back from like craziness. Um, he sees everything from all sides very mm-hmm. well. And Angela comes in. She's like, "Well, Lou, I want a divorce." And Lou he's like, says, "Well, okay. well." And of course, she just starts telling him everything. He's with somebody. I don't know. I try okay, to track my- his phone. Um, Y'all, can you imagine what the divorce lawyer, lawyer heard from my father when my dad went in? <laughs> just told told Both everything time. to that oh, lawyer. Told everything, and they're just sitting there going, "God, I was going to go to Hamburger Inn today, but I guess I'm not." Even about his inflatable penis. <laughs> and then I pumped it up. She didn't like that either. She said, "Why does she get that when she don't ever use it?" One time you need to tell the story. I know we talked about it, but when your dad's, your father's second wife, uh, when your aunts uh, uh, spied on her and threw a tracker under her car. I'm I'm telling you this now. I'm saving that for a live show. (laughs) I'm saving it for a live show, but I will tell it. Oh, God. I will tell it. They told, that, they told that story to Poodle when my Aunt Darla and Aunt Peggy came from my, my graduation. My mouth was open. I was you, catching flies. You laughed for a good 20 minutes. I did. Isn't it funny how uh, I, we get so much from where we come from, from our relatives, and they're such storytellers? Yeah. Because that's what I, I, I'm always, your answer that way. Yeah. A yeah. lot of Southern people, it's a, it's a narrative culture. It's a, it's, it's a way to survive. It's a, I don't know where it comes themselves. from. I'm sure there's books written on it, but I don't, I yeah. don't know, but it's very common. Um, I can only speak cause I'm Southern. It's a very common thing when I see in Southern families. Cause when I've been to people, other people's houses, I'm like, and I'm telling stories and, and they're just like, Oh, and I'm like, you guys can tell one. And there's like, Oh, <laughs> well, a lot of people talk, I've noticed that I'm back more. People talk a lot about family and like heritage here and what your grandmother did, what your great grandmother did, like, yeah. which is kind of beautiful that you feel like these people, I've never been more connected to my grandmother, Hazel until, and even my grandmother, Maybell even, but my ha- grandma Hazel, since she died, I haven't been as connected to her as I am here because 
she's mentioned all the time in People a positive tell- memory way. Mm-hmm. But you only have the negative stories. Oh, all my stories. Are, those are hilarious. <laughs> those, double it brings me so much joy. But I'm saying I I agree, but if they were to hear it, people laugh because they think, what a terrible person. <laughs> it's true. We really need someone to make like a Google spreadsheet of just stories that we told either about Aunt Jane or Aunt Darla. So then we have like a, you know... Yeah, or content. like my mother and my sister-in-law, or yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Oh well, we're not going to do it. No. So no, she says she's basically she, she's saying, "Well, I had this surgery, and now I'm talking to him, and he's just talking <clears throat> differently to me." Like he told me, "Fuck you." She's he so insecure, like y'all. You know what happens? What happens is, and this happens in the cycle of abuse, which is it's abuse the way she talks to him, y'all. Um. Michael's starting to stand up for himself. Yeah. And he's starting to set boundaries and say, you don't talk to me like that. I'm not going to listen to that. And Angela takes, Angela can't process, wait a minute, he's just standing up for himself. That has to mean he's fucking someone else and he's in love with someone right. else. Right, because things have changed. So it's not it, me. It must be him. It can't be me. I can't be a fucking asshole right now. Never. Right. No, you're dead on. Um. Did you like it when Lou said, uh, well, if you withdraw, if you do decide to get married, do, do, divorce, you will withdraw the visa. And she's like, but what if we get back together immediately? Exactly. And, that, it's like, what? And it's like, it's like fifth graders. It's all when, a you, game. when you get back Angel together at, at recess. Y'all, she's addicted to the drama. Yep. She needs the drama of it That's now. the thing we said. She's a reality star. You said this. She's a reality star 15 years ago. Yes, but she's addicted to that drama. She also needs it. Lou says something really insightful as well. Lou said, you know, Michael has had 30 years of programming in a male-dominated society. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And he said, in most situations, there needs to be some give and take. But he says it's so like an attorney, so just right in the middle of the road. Instead of saying <laughs> Angela's a controlling, um, non-negotiating, being a horrible wife, he just says, Angela made it very clear that give and take is not up for negotiation with her. <laughs> did you did you notice too when she said um uh they they'd have to but anyways they would have to get married again. So that everything would start all over. All but you, over. But you know and she's like, "Are there other solutions that you've considered?" She's like, "I tried to track his phone." <laughs> and Lou's like, "Maybe not maybe, a great maybe <laughs> maybe a couples therapist." <laughs> Like that, that is a tactic for Angela. Angela would never go to a couples therapist because she knows a couples therapist because I've had clients like this. Angela is my least favorite type of client, especially in couples therapy, because she wants to go to couples therapy for the therapist therapist to validate her not to. And when you, when I call them on their shit, guess what? They stop coming to therapy. I was going to say that you never see them again. Yep. That's like I'll have and some usually clients. the other person will say thank you so much. They'll call me and yeah. tell me thank you or we have. Sorry, go ahead. I'll have clients who are the same way um, that they they want you to agree with everything they're saying, and then when you do kind of push back, they can't take it, um, and they either accuse you of attacking them or ganging up on you or ganging up on them, and you never see them again. 
because you you did not give them what they wanted. And they're just going to look around for someone else to suck it out of. Y'all, and if that happens to you in life, that's a gift. That's a gift. I know. That person did you a favor. That's a gift of you setting a boundary and someone respected your boundary and they realized it wasn't for them either. Yeah, totally. Walk on. Walk on. Uh, Walk on. I like it how every time you sing a song, I think of the rock version. Because when you said, walk on, I thought about the U2 one, and I don't nope. think that is. No, that's a Reba McIntyre deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> See, most people would know Walk On by U2. And I know that song, but <laughs> I said, said this was on the B side, I think, of Little Rock. Wow. Anyway, y'all. Um, so, should we talk about Brandon and Julia the dancer? Let's talk about Brandon and Julia. Okay. She's picked out his clothes, y'all. Uh, and this was on, I don't know if you saw this, it was on Twitter. And it said they were driving along and he's got that red, black turtleneck sweater. And he's Steve Jobs in it. And 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 or someone said, pocket. Todd and Margot from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas like, Vacation. <laughs> Now. Yes, that's true. And I laughed a lot. Um, um you wear turtleneck you wear turtlenecks. I don't think they're a good look. I, I you know who who somebody wore a turtleneck. Uh, oh, uh Chase wore a turtleneck on Too Hot to Handle. They look good on people with huge necks. I love turtlenecks. Yeah, I not love, for me. I get too hot in them. I like it when I wear them. I love I like that when men wear when men wear them i love a turtleneck they're not i'm not a maybe fan. they're coming back in you've been saying that for years <laughs> don't know why um they i think they look they look good on people i think you have to have a really long neck for them mm-hmm. and your neck has to be big it's good if it's a thicker neck they look good they look good on me because i have a long longish, but i have a thick neck and a big old head i like the way they look on me it I think the ones that I've seen from you come Let way up. Let me have up. this. Let me have this. <laughs> no, Gosh. they come way up. So it looks like your head is like a, but that's what a turtleneck does. circumcised penis. That's what a turtle. Um, what do you want me to do? Have like a no, little like they, call? No, they, a lot of them step right here. You wear the turtlenecks that where your head just boop, just pops out of it. <laughs> Y'all, it's just because I look good in a turtleneck and he can't admit it. No, I, I like I like thinner ones. Yours are thicker and they don't they don't they don't look good. Thick. Thick. Y'all I'm gonna remind you that our bi curious episode is we're talking about a With self-described so, thick bitch. Thick bitch. Uh on With our bi-curious Several episode. C's. Several C's. So <laughs> they're they're going to look at apartments. And she wants y'all, a washer dryer, y'all. She wants everything. She as soon as they walked into this apartment and I saw it, I went. <laughs> I bust they out laughing. They can't afford this. First place. of all, no this, way. This, do you know what I'm going to say? This building manager, Nicholas, oh, y'all. He looks just like my English TA I fucked my sophomore oh, year. God, <laughs> y'all. English he was will- like 25. This kind of became manager. my first boyfriend-ish. Boy, he, he loved to talk about Nietzsche. Oh, <laughs> where is he now? I don't know. We blocked each other. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's probably uh, 
I don't know. He's probably preying on another on another still that's a professor. He's probably preying on another younger uh Well, but you were of age. Yeah, I was nineteen. And he was how old? Like twenty four, twenty five. Woo. It's not good. Now I thought it was the hottest thing in the fucking world. Have you ever you never when you were TA, you never were with, with your students were <laughs> No, never with, never never with my students. Never with my students. No. But remember the story, I think I told it on here once, where I was, I was 26, 27, and I was out at some North Texas party, and it was some music people, and then we went to another party where it was more general pop, gen pop, and I, I basically went home with another guy, uh, and I found out he was 20 years old and the his roommate was one of my students. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> and right the, now. And the guy who was my student like never looked at me the same again. <laughs> I'm red, I'm sorry. It was very embarrassing. I couldn't I, have known. I'm just kind of doodling on a pad because I can't look you in the <laughs> eye right now. I didn't know. I First of all, he did not look 20. We weren't giving out our ages. I did not look 20, 25, 26 at the time. You know, my phase. I looked very young, did very you lesbian. Sex? Yes. <laughs> Y'all. Okay. Not very good sex, too. Ugh. Okay. That, I knew that. I knew they couldn't afford this place. And yes, he is hot. He is your type. Uh, so, y'all, that's if you want to know what my type is, well, almost all guys. Um, but that guy, oh. Y'all, if you give him good pot, he might let you suck his dick oh. and he might and he might and it's give you huge too. He, he might let you stay in an apartment for like 2 weeks program. Um, so they're asking things and Julia's like, "It's got a game room. Maybe maybe we could put a game room." She's the worst person to go apartment oh. or shopping with cuz she's like, "Oh my god, it's so wonderful." And remember, no she's negotiating. she's found this place and she's forgotten the price or she hasn't asked. Um again, non-realistic. So he's Brandon's like, "I think it's like too much space." He's like, "How much is it?" He's like, "1800 a month." Now, for a three bedroom apartment, that's not bad. Well, but this is also where is this? Uh, Richmond. Well, Virginia. That's a big town. Yeah. That's not bad. But Julia goes, wait, eight zero? She's like, $80. And he's like, no. <laughs> no. And she's like, one. Count on eight. your hands, Julia. And I get it. She's learning, but one eight zero zero. And he's like, yes. And that's when Brandon goes, pulls the mother, mother Betty and says, I think this is a little too big for our needs. And he starts slowly trying to backstep. Yeah. And then she says, he, she says to him, she's like, thank you to for the real showing me dreams. She says and thank you for broke my dreams. She said to the real here, Yeah. And then to Brandon, <laughs> thank you for broke my dreams. I love. She's, and he was I just think, kind of the realtor went. Okay. okay see you I'll later, man. I'll you to you. I'm going to go I'll smoke a doobie. Um, I will say. She would be really annoying in real life, but I enjoy watching her on TV. I do. She's good TV. She's yeah. good TV. So she's going to go get a job, y'all, because she they're driving home, and she's like, 
I They're driving down the highway, and, and they didn't get the apartment they wanted. Don't look back, because it's eighteen hundred dollars. It's gonna be the animals. <laughs> gonna be the girls. Someone's dog um, walked out of the room on that the, one. Yeah, and so here's the deal, y'all. Is that she's like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't live with your parents. I can't live with the animals. I need job. I need job. I can't tell you how tired I'm living with his parents. I need to start looking for a job. And so that's what she decides. So the next day or the next time we see them, y'all, she's going for a job interview. And I'm like, great. Wonder what right. she's going to do. Maybe she's going to work wedding coordinator stuff and like work with that. And um, she no, she's Brandon- going to gym club. Gym yeah, club. gym club. Because she asked Brandon, can you club. go with me? And he's like, I can't go with you in the interview. Like she told someone when they needed to lose weight, just go to the gym club. Just go to gym club. So <clears throat> she's going to be a dance. She's going to be, I could be a dance teacher. I could be a strength trainer. Uh, because she was, and she was showing her go-go dancing. And we were seeing a little bit of like, I think go-go dancing. Yes, it is a skill. It is a specific skill that to do that. But I don't know if that's going to be club. It's She's not going to do Zumba. <laughs> well, and I was looking at her go-go dancing. She's not a, she does not seem like a trained dancer. Mm-mm. She just like seems to like dance for fun. Yeah. That's not a trained dancer. And doesn't matter because she's going into this. And Brandon's kind of like, yeah, I'm a little worried that her dancing might be a little too much. for A them. little risque for Richmond. And so Julia walks in and she meets the owner and she said, I'll do anything. I'll clean. I'll teach whatever you want. And the owner says, "Um, okay, well, great. Well, this is kind of what we're looking for. Someone who teaches dance and mainly shows them moves that they can do. And they feel are attainable. Who is this lovely queen who owns this. Lovely queen. Y'all, they're at a crunch. (laughs) They're at a motherfucking crunch. There is no gayer gyms than crunch. Oh, that is the truth. No gayer. The the things that go on in a crunch steam room are unspeakable. Y'all, if gay (laughs) men could get pregnant in steam rooms, there would be about 10,000 people with a child named Crunch. (laughs) And that was the name they had it of. What'd you, why'd you get, oh, why'd you name him Crunch? You know, ah, that just, was where it was conceived. It came to us, literally, in that came steam in room. Me. Came in me. <laughs> A butt so, baby. But, but, so, there, Julia says, okay, well, she talks, she's like, yes, I can do, I can do, I work. And he's like, great. Well, you want to show me what you can do? She's like, oh, I'm nervous. And then she puts on her heels. <laughs> And as soon as she puts on her heels, and you could see David kind of go, work, working out. Tell, tell me more. Tell me what. How is huh? this going to work? So here's the deal with David. As a gay man, he loves her and thinks she's fabulous. But as yeah. a gym owner, he's like, there's no way in hell she How can I get there. her out of here? Yes. Yeah. So he's fighting. He is fighting a battle from two yeah. things that love. Because uh, he obviously wants to dance like her and to yeah. do. The- he wants to be her. Yeah. Who doesn't? Um, True. So uh, she says, what we want you to do is a little strength training, which I'm sure they can probably teach her how hard. uh, But you do have to be certified, which we find out later. It's a little strength training. And then we're going to have you do a combo, a dance combo. And you show. He's like, so let's see what you got. She then proceeds to do what you've seen in like a Pussycat Dolls video. (laughs) Yes. When it, I grow up, I want to be a movie, be a famous. And she's like, and then you touch your body. 
And then you just start being sentient. Y'all, it reminded me of, we have a friend who did a uh, we have a friend If you're on the intimate a, portrait, you just got a video. Woo! Yes. Woo! <laughs> Ooh, you can see my shoulders too. A lot of people I'm starting to feel better. Oh, wow. God. Did you have a drink tonight? You're drunk, aren't you? No, I knew I'm that not. was vodka you're drinking. <laughs> he hasn't drank in like five drunk, days. I drank in like four or five days, so I, I don't know. I, you know what? I've had barely anything, and I'm oh. feeling a little tipsy. Great. So it reminded me of y'all. I'm not going to go into the whole story because it's her story to tell, but we have a friend who's an actor who used to do, who talked about terrible auditions, and she talks about she lived in Florida, and she talked about how she went to audition for the Mickey Mouse Club when she was 10 years old. And everybody <laughs> I love this was, story. Everybody, she, everybody is like, hi, my name's Jennifer. My name's Jill. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be singing someday. My prince will come. Our friend was like, she grew up Puerto Rican, Cuban in Miami, and she fucking did the dance from Cold Hearted, Cold Hearted Snake. Snake by Miss Paula Abdul. And and she even said, she's like, my name is blah, 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 and I'll be performing Cold Hearted Snake by Miss Paula Abdul. And she <laughs> did the dance, and she said all it. the judges were just like, gong. And I think that this is the same. Kind of, David was just like, what the fuck? It is happening with here. And then he said, look, so we'll have to get you some certifications. I don't know. You're probably and not going to job, but we women have probably when yeah, he just said, let's go get a drink. Let's let's go drink. Go, honey, we can have like, we can just like, how we're going to do girl Cosmo. talk. I liked it I'm when he's like, like, you can't probably go on the floor because <laughs> that's not really something we do. Because um, our, our, our 40 year olds with knee problems, AKA <laughs> us, they can't do that that quickly. It, I, I think with a little coaching, she probably could be a good teacher. I actually think um, this is the best job thing for her. I, I, but but she them. would need to – Much is, better than I, wedding planner. I will say, you guys, there is a big difference between being a dancer and being a dance teacher, if you know that, well, because you have to be very dance, patient. Being a dance teacher, but also being a personal training. Your personal trainer, you're doing this workout. You're usually doing it backwards. Yep. You're telling them how to do it. You're telling, you're describing it. She's going to have to work at it because she's going to have to get it's hard lang- language of to describe <clears throat> how to move your body, how it feels in English, yep. which she's not great at. Yeah, the, she's. Uh, this is not. This is going to be really hard for her. Uh, that's all. I I've hope got. it happens more, and we get to see it because I enjoyed it. I I enjoy it. I I think they're probably. I think they're completely happy. I think a lot of things are manufactured. I think they probably get along with the parents pretty well. I think so um, too. I think yeah. So too. Uh, yeah. I think they're just a very benign couple a lot of times. It's it's actually a little boring when the parents aren't around. It is. Um but that's all I've got. That's that's it's the actually show. the most boring when it's Brandon and Julia. Because when Julia's like on her own discovering parts of the US It's interesting. Of, it's interesting. It's Brandon. Town, Brandon Brandon is what sucks all the oxygen out of the it's room. Just, Brandon and Julia are boring together. <clears throat> Agreed. Anyway. Y'all, that's the show. That's the show. Happily ever after. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com to find out everything that's going on with us. Hit us up on Cameo, Twitter. Our 90-day foodie call episode is going to drop soon, our third episode. That's on our Instagram, realitygatespodcast. Poodle. <laughs> yes. We call these people lonely hearts. Yes. Because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong yes. places? And y'all... If you see me walking by and the tears are in my eyes, 
look away. Baby, look away. If you're on the street someday, and I don't know what to say, look away, baby, look away. Don't look at me. I don't want, want you to see me cry. No, that's not how it ends. See me this way? See me this way. Sorry. It rhymes. That makes sense. You just call us, y'all. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.